Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, and I would like to welcome you to this sneak preview of To See and Be Seen by John Maybe, which launches February 13th on the Half Hour Audio Hour. Today, we're sharing an interview with the cast of To See and Be Seen, discussing their acting history, audio drama experience, and the importance of representation in art. We hope you enjoy. All right. Well, I want to thank both of you for being part of this podcast and giving your time and talent to to do that. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. I just this has been a really amazing experience and top notch uh, on your end. So thanks so much for including us. Yeah, it's been really great. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, <laughs> um, we, I, I do appreciate that. So the first question that I have is, um, so how did you get into acting? I love actor origin stories. Well, um, mine started when I was quite young. It's kind of how did I become aware of acting in general? When I was a little kid, like four or five years old, my mom took me to see South Pacific in a theater. And it was theater in the round and we were sitting in the front row. And when the actor on stage, Nellie Forbush, started taking a shower on stage while she was singing, I thought that was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. And so funny, I actually stood up and started laughing. <laughs> and uh, then uh, the seat that I had been sitting in went up and I didn't realize it. So when I went to oh, sit back no. down, I ended up sitting on the floor. And of course, everybody in the audience saw this. <laughs> so uh, it just made a huge impression on my little kid mind. And it just taught me that live theater has such an incredible power to entertain and to connect with an audience and to tell an amazing story. And to share experiences in different perspectives. And I just, I loved it. I loved it from an audience perspective, but I just wanted that stage experience too. So I started doing kids shows in grade school and I just kept on going there until I ended up with a degree in theater. <laughs> that was sort of your first, uh, first performance. Exactly. <laughs> I, made, I made an entrance, shall we you, say. You sure did. <laughs> and and, and Danan, how, how how did you get into it? Oh, well, you know, I was about the same age. My mother asked me one day, she said, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, I want to make people laugh. And that's all I've ever really wanted to do. Even to this day, I love making people laugh. And most of what I do is character work and comedy. So that's that's my story. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So what drew you to this project? Well, I was fortunate enough to know Gail Starr from the years that I uh, lived in Chicago. Uh, Gail's the director, and I was so fortunate to stay friends with her, and she asked me to do it. Um, Gail's the kind of person you just never say no to. She's just amazing, and I knew that working with her would be fabulous. So that's that's pretty much it's the first podcast I've done, so there wasn't anything to draw me to it. It was just working with Gail. Yeah, I... Yeah, I when when Gail asked me to do this project, of course, I said yes right away too. I was super excited to work uh, with Gail as our director. Um, and then when I read the script, I was just, quite frankly, my jaw hit the floor because I understood part of why she asked me. Um, the script has representation for me. I, I am visually impaired, and I literally have never had the opportunity to play a character that also is visually impaired. 
So I just was super excited about that. Um, and it just had such a realism and human connection that I thought was just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I love doing audio drama in general. It's uh, it's a beast unto itself, and it's a beast I love. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that uh, segues quite nicely into the next question. Um, so I can tell you're a professional. Um, <laughs> we there's been a big switch in theater during the pandemic uh, to audio drama. So the the and, and you mentioned that you've you've done this. So how much how much audio work were you doing before this? I know that you said that you'd done some before. So yeah, um, I actually so one of my degrees, my other degree besides theater is communications, and I did focus on. Uh, radio, TV, film, and I worked in broadcasting. So I started doing audio drama when I was in university and uh, I loved it. I just thought it was so fun and so unique. And uh, I did go into broadcasting and radio here in Chicago and uh, a couple nationally syndicated radio shows. And um, now I do have my my own audio production company. So um, I produce audio content all the time, including audio dramas, and I love it. So... um, it's part of my DNA now. I have to say, I was I was going to say, and 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 Danan, you just said this was your first podcast. Is this your first audio drama as well? Have you done that uh, before? I have done. I've done so much theater, and um, my mother was actually a motivational speaker, and my both herself and myself got degrees in speech communication. So. Uh, radio, broadcasting, all that. Uh, however, I've really not done a lot of this. Um, but the pandemic, um, I just moved to Atlanta about a year ago, half ago. And one of the first things I did was with the Atlanta radio group. Mm. They do a live uh, radio, old radio show, like 40s and 50s radio show. Mm. But the last year they did it virtually. And I auditioned and was in it. And I just loved it. It was a, it was a, <laughs> it was an experience. It was wonderful meeting so many incredibly talented people, but also just um, doing the whole thing virtually for everybody. It was uh, very interesting. Otherwise, it's just been Zoom meetings. <laughs> and man, those are exciting. <laughs> oh. oh, Zoom. Okay. Zoom. Well, um, well, here's here's some. It's it's interesting because the 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 play focuses very much on a connection that two people make over technology uh, in in two different places. So, do you think that it's easier? or more difficult to connect with people over technology these days rather than face-to-face? Uh, I would have to say that if you do some sort of uh, virtual one-on-one face-to-face, I think there, for me, there's an advantage to that because I believe you have to listen um, a lot, a lot harder, I guess you could say. And I think listening um is something we don't always do very well. If we're in a restaurant with a friend and we're having a discussion, you have all that background information and to lead you lead your uh, focus astray. However, mm. a Zoom meeting, <laughs> you know, when you have 5,000 people on there and all the boxes and everyone's got their audio off and their video off and you're, you're talking to just a blank screen with a bunch of blank boxes, it's just really difficult, I think. So I think we have a lot to learn and I think we will get better at it. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I completely agree with Danana. I think that um, the medium has uh, being virtual has some benefits, some pros and some cons. And the benefit, like if we're going on the script, is that if you have somebody who is more scared to be themselves in public, um, like Danan's character, uh, Rhea, um, being virtual made it easier for that character to be herself and be a little bit vulnerable that um, I got the impression she wouldn't have felt comfortable doing so yet face to face. Yeah. Um, But I also, yeah. And I also feel like though that virtual is really hard because you don't have the same visual cues you do have in a face-to-face setting. So it feels a little bit more disconnected to me at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely see, I mean, that's one of the reasons uh, that at least for the first rehearsal for all of these shows, I try to make it so that everybody has their camera on so that people get that kind of like face to as much as you can via over the computer, get that kind of face to face thing, because it is some people do find the, uh, especially the way that we're recording this now without being able to see each other sort of uh, challenging. So, but since we're speaking of zoom and it's Brady bunch uh, style, boxes on the screen what is your funniest zoom story oh <laughs> ah zoom can we just say that oh, zoom. ah zoom, <laughs> ah, zoom. <laughs> oh, well be- being an actor um i have done my share of zoom theatricals shall we say and uh-huh. uh, i was doing a play last year on zoom and one of my castmates who i had never met before had her video set up facing her kitchen, and she behaved as if the camera wasn't on her. So she would be eating her dinner and like literally slurping a bowl of soup into the microphone oh as goodness. we're rehearsing. <laughs> or then she'd turn her head and have a whole conversation with her husband without muting the microphone. Oh. At one point, she was opening Amazon boxes. And another time, she was like banging through her cabinets God. and looking for a snack. And then at one time, she actually went and changed her clothes on camera. And I was like, no. oh. And, oh, my God. Yes. And okay, oh and actors being who they are, God love all of us, nobody blinked an eye they just let it all go so wow i was i was gonna say did nobody say you're kidding they just no. all went, let's see where this goes yeah, it, it was like compared to poker faces like it wasn't happening oh my gosh wow like, you, you're kidding me right oh, that's very funny <laughs> Dan- uh. what about you Oh, I don't have anything like that at all. <laughs> I, I really, actually, I can't think of anything. I mean, other than a, a dog or a cat coming into the picture is usually funny, but I really can't think of anything really funny that sticks out to me. I guess I haven't had as much, but that that's a good one, Susie. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, wait. Man, that is really I, funny. I've got one more. Can I tell you one more? Please? Oh, yeah, you can do please, one for please. me. Raising my hand. Okay. <laughs> So I was in a a business Zoom where it was like a networking event for writers, and they broke us all out into these little, little like separate Zoom rooms. And I was meeting with this woman who was a former Olympian. She was amazing. And she's in their home office, and we're talking and getting to know you. And the door flings open, and her three-year-old literally supermans into the room completely naked. Naked. (laughs) 
And I was like, oh my God, that's precious. So she hurries yeah. up and squishes him out of the room and calls her husband and we're talking again and then the door opens again. <laughs> 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 so I was laughing so hard. You know, oh that ha- if that happens more than once, I'm I'm figuring the the the, the husband's doing it on purpose. Oh. I figure I sit and go, okay, wait. Go. <laughs> it was just great. I that, loved it. It made that's it so very much more funny. interesting. Well, I am very, I'm very glad that uh, that that there won't be any stories like that from this particular uh, session. Uh, <laughs> that things went rather well, but I do. I want to thank both of you once again for for doing this. Uh, you were both really wonderful to work with and just amazing and and what you've done with the script is just lovely and uh we're all we're all very very grateful to both of you it's been an absolute uh wonderful experience let us know we'll do it again (laughs) yeah yeah andrew thank (laughs) you so much thank you andrew it's been such a pleasure working with you and eclectic full contact theater and thank you to gail it's just really been an amazing experience and very grateful to have been a participant we hope you enjoyed this special sneak peek at to see or be seen by john maybe launching on february 13th If you want to help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists, you can make a one-time or recurring donation at redcircle.com slash shows slash half-hour-audio-hour. And check out our serialized audio dramas, Bloody Bay, Clusterfuck, Deep Shadows, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade, all available wherever you podcast. Thanks for listening. 